0: To this week's frankly golf podcast i'm valerie melvin here with frank thomas and this is podcast number 19 the 19th we, hole yeah we thought we'd pretend we were in the 19th hole it's not five o'clock here yet so unfortunately we can't have a beer but what we can do is talk about what makes golf courses fun right so Frank, you have been lucky enough to play in various places around the world and in your opinion, you're, with your years of maturity and experience <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Um, What makes a golf course fun to play, do you think? I,
1: I think that uh, it's, it must be challenging but not intimidating Right um, It must uh, have various options uh, to play each hole it must be memorable uhhuh uh, must be in a location which has got good weather
0: Oh, and, now we're getting fussy
1: <laughs> <laughs> and and uh you must have good company uh, you play it and, with like minded people and and that's that's what what it 's all about not too long yeah. you, don't, you don't want a course which is too long
0: no, i, I agree, but I think it, what what's interesting as well is when you start considering what makes a golf course not fun. Right. <laughs> if you start to think about that 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 list somehow becomes quite easy to fill you know right. <laughs> I mean I think the first thing that I think of when I think about a course that isn't fun is when you're presented with forced carries without an option to get out of it
1: certainly for most golfers I mean you're such a good golfer that you don't you're not really intimidated by a forced carry but for a, for a male golfer, an average male golfer, 180 yard carry, I mean, forced carry, right. is, is a long way, no, it's... Uh, and it looks like 200 yards, even though it's not that. Uh, and and for a, for a lady golfer, anything over 100 yards is, is is absolutely impossible.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. It's um, I think there's been just all too many times of I've, I've been playing with people, and you 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 come up to a hole and. You just see, you know, their eyes kind of glaze over because they're like, "Oh, how am I going to get go over this?" And quite often, courses or holes aren't really designed with an out, and I think that just that spoils the experience for people to a certain yeah. degree.
1: I, I I can I can remember when uh, when we were uh, at the USGA at the US Open, uh, we often played the golf course the day after the Open, and and with exactly the same hole locations and the same rough and everything else, and from the same tees as the, as the pros played, uh, just to get the experience. And let me tell you, that was not fun. That is not fun at all. The rough is, 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 is stuff that you can almost not get out of, you get in the rough, and and the, the length is so long, you have to take three or four shots to get to the green, and even reasonably good golfers, are, uh, and and even the pros have a hard time doing it, and that's not fun.
0: No, when it gets to be so punitive, it just isn't that enjoyable. I mean, I know when I used to play a lot competitively, you'd be so involved in the competition, sometimes you wouldn't quite appreciate the architecture or the... The beauty of the holes, because you were just so intent on playing your game and scoring, and it's not until several years later you go back and you, look, you re-look at some of these courses and it's almost like you see them with different eyes.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I don't mean to imply that that uh, the golf courses that the U.S. Ha- carries is open on are, are, are tough courses. They are, but it's a setup. Yeah, It's totally the setup, and they start preparing it months ahead of time.
0: What do you think of blind holes, Frank? Because sometimes they are really quite challenging or difficult. When you don't really, if you're playing a course for the first time and you don't really know where you're going, sometimes blind holes don't make it too much fun. Because you're like, "Where am I going?" <laughs> right. If
1: you don't know if you don't know the course. Well, that, that's the same as, as the old course in St. Andrew. Uh, if you haven't played it before, you know you just don't know where to go. They aren't. You can't see the holes. And 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 uh, that is intimidating. I, I I think the first time I ever played the old course, I didn't didn't really enjoy it, but it's, I've I've uh, come to like it very much.
0: Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think once you've played it once, <coughs> um, then you sort of not necessarily the old course, but any course where there's blind holes and whatever, you you sort of you know, get used to that, that element. But the other thing, when you think about the old course as an example, or Lynx courses in general, uh, which you might play on your next trip, um, is the bunkering, the bunkering on these courses.
1: Bunkering is, is, is different. Uh, the UK and, and Lynx courses are different bunkering than, than the uh, inland courses, certainly in, in the States. Uh, in, in the bunkers in Scotland, as an example, there's a catchment area about twice or three times larger than the, the bunker itself. Whereas uh, in the US we we almost got a little bit rough around the edges of the bunker to stop the ball from rolling in. Yeah. Uh, so it's a completely different philosophy.
0: Yeah, it's interesting Like when you see your ball will be you know, bouncing along the fairway and then all of a sudden it takes a big jump to the left. And you think, how did it do that? Then it takes another jump to the left and then it just starts rolling towards a big bunker. <laughs> right, you thought
1: you were in the middle of the
0: fairway. You thought you were in the middle of the fairway, so it, it sort of um, it, it definitely um, tests your your patience. Right, and uh, you know it, it, it's really, but it's so much fun. But also the the bunkers themselves, you know, they call them pot bunkers. And they are like little deep pots, aren't they? Many and a of them. Big
1: wall in front of you. Yeah, right. a big
0: wall. So, if you are going to go and play any links courses, I definitely recommend going to see your golf professional before you go and take just one bunker lesson just to make sure I think you, can... you need more than one. <laughs> well, I'm assuming that we make good progress in the one lesson, I, but.
1: I, I, you know... I want our listeners to understand that you're a bit of an artist.
0: Oh, Frank.
1: And. and uh... And during this lockdown, you've been painting various holes uh, that you'd love to play or you have played in Scotland. And uh, you, call, you call the book is about to come out. It's uh, it's published, I think, right now. And it's called The Dreams of Golf in Scotland, where you have a picture of, of almost of twi- fifteen or twenty uh, golf courses and holes on them, and and uh, describe what how yeah, how you enjoyed it. But there. I wanted to ask you why? Why did you write it?
0: Well, basically, I suppose we were we were locked down here in uh, Florida. We're under the stay-at-home order, and our, our flights to Scotland this summer were cancelled. So hey, you could I was, only dream about. It. I was a bit disappointed, yet, to <laughs> say the least. So I um, I got out my my watercolors and started painting, obsessively painting. Uh, not only the golf courses, but I created a character, the golfing girl in the red dress, who dreams of playing golf in Scotland with her little Westie dog called Whiskey, appropriately. Right. And uh, the, the book's just about her her journey, her dream around the various courses. And I just selected the courses based on my own experience, memories, you know, courses yeah. I would have liked to have played and right. couldn't because I was here and... We weren't I, I, able to travel. I,
1: I, I'd recommend everybody who is interested in golf in Scotland uh, to uh, to get a copy of the book. Um, but anyway, let's let's go on to to other courses, other reasons for playing.
0: Yeah. Golf,
1: so
0: Yeah. I mean, I think what in terms of courses, Frank, what would you say is one of the, one or two of the most fun courses that you've played?
1: Oh, I, I think um, a course in South Broom in South Africa. Is, is on the on the beach basically, or on the coast, and it's uh, only six thousand yards. It's a lovely course, very challenging, even though it's uh, it's it's reasonably short, uh, and challenging, and and but not intimidating. Mm-hmm. Uh, the wind affects it very much. That's one of my favourite calf courses. I have a number of other courses, a couple here. I enjoyed Somerset Hills. Uh, played a lot on Somerset Hills. I enjoyed a number of the golf courses in in the states, but also in in Scotland. Uh, I've enjoyed um, the the courses in St Andrews.
0: Yeah, no, definitely, they've got some lovely courses in St Andrews. The Balgove course is a little nine hole course that's really a lot of fun to play. And whether you're a, a an experienced player or a beginner player, there's something for everyone there in terms of just enjoying. You know, a simple golf experience.
1: Yeah.
0: And then they've got the strath course, which is sort of a progression from the Balgolf to sort of 18-hole course with not a lot of trouble on it. And then you have the Eden course, which is a very nice course. And then the Jubilee, which is a bit more difficult, I would definitely That's a say. Monster. Yeah, but very memorable, I would say. Yeah. And then the new course, which I know is one of your favourites, Frank.
1: Yeah. I, th- I think uh, you know as long as you um, you have an opportunity to play the new course is fun, is 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 a, probably the better course of all of them, uh, even though the old course is the most famous and and you cannot go play golf in Scotland without having at least a chance to play the old course.
0: Yeah, to play the old course, you you have to enter the ballot um, and see if you're lucky and get get on the the sort of tea time. A sheet for for any given day and what's nice about it is it's open to people to apply for you might not always be lucky enough to get picked for the for the um, old course but at least you have a chance to play it as accessible to everyone
1: right another, another nice course is king's barns in scotland and i think all of these courses we just mentioned basically uh uh not not all of them in in st andrew but you've got you featuring in your book so so people can can look at that. Another another golf course is London Links, uh, up around the coast, after King's Bonds, you go around the, the, pen, the peninsula of Fife, and uh, you can get to London Lynx, which is a wonderful golf course. But again, a completely different type of golf course than we, we get here in the States, and there the wind is a factor. I mean, the wind blows normally by 15, 20 miles an hour, and sometimes up to thirty, forty miles an hour, and and that that that's a challenge, and almost too much of a challenge.
0: Yeah, no, it does make it pretty difficult. I know, growing up, that you know you'd have various various days when your trolley would uh, blow over. That's never a good golfing day. No, no. (laughs) But, um, well, I hope this gave you some ideas for uh, maybe if you're thinking about taking your next trip or thinking about where you might go and play golf once we all get to travel a little bit more and get out and about a bit more. Um, But until next week...
1: May the frog be with you.